We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates. Post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Fan TV Live presented by Manscaped. We got the squad in the building. CP the franchise here checking in. We got JD Sports Talk, CK2K in the building. Uh, JD, how you feeling, bro? How's, how's everything, man? Everything's good. I'm feeling great. We're getting, we're inching closer and closer yeah. to training camp. Much anticipated training camp. Less than two so, weeks away from training camp, bro. Let's go. Yes, you know. And uh, hey, today's Wednesday, so... Hoping the Giants pull oh, off a victory tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got something to talk about later. We'll, we'll close the show on that note, man. But, but, but we'll stick to hoops right that. now. We'll stick to hoops right now. I'm excited about hoops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's amazing that my, my basketball team keeps my blood pressure a lot lower than my football team these days. But it is what, what it is, world. man. Uh, CK, what's good, man? What's good on the West Coast, man? How you feeling, bro? Man, everything is good over here. I've uh, been enjoying this little off season, but ready to get back to work and grind away. Uh, like you said, two weeks away, two man. Two weeks. I'm excited. I'm excited. Let's go. Let, let's go, man. And, and I think I think the the internet and you know basketball Twitter is very excited because now you're starting to see like some outlandish takes. <laughs> you're starting to see some crazy news getting thrown about. But nevertheless, let, let's react to it all, man. We're gonna cover a lot of different news topics today, and then also we. We'll, we'll go through our fan mailbag segment. We took a couple questions from our fans on Twitter that we'll answer. As usual, phone lines are up for the people in the chat. 657-383-1509 is the number to call. Or you can hit us up on the Knicks Fan TV Discord. All right, fellas. So real quick, item number one. The ESPN Eastern Conference projections have mm. been released and uh, they've got the Knicks in seventh place, man. Forty-four and thirty-eight is their projected record for the Knicks. Seventh place that puts us in the playing tournament, along with the Hornets, the Bulls, and the Pacers. That very interesting, man. Um, CK, I'll, I'll go with you first, man. What do you think about about this? These projections, and, and where do you have the Knicks uh, slotted? Um. 
to be real, I wasn't in as much of an uproar as everyone else. Yeah. Uh, I, I know, you know, we're excited about the change with the team and, you know, we're definitely going to go in a, a, a high, probably going to go in a better direction this year, even though we had a great season last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I wasn't upset with it. I wasn't too upset with it because I feel like that second tier where, where, where I'm putting us in, maybe that's premature, but I'm going to put us in that second tier. I feel like it is, um, it's going to be such a toss up this year because I, I feel like the entire East, got better so uh with me with how i'm feeling i'm not ready to make a prediction yet but i'm feeling more of a 46 47 uh range win win range so Mm -hmm. that's what i'm looking at but i'm not entirely as upset as everybody else at this 44 not 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 right now again it's it's way too early uh i'm not too crazy about it but like like i've been saying i don't think we're gonna we're gonna be uh in the play in this year i think we'll have a nice safe spot yet again i'm just not sure where that's going to be just yet because it's going to be a toss-up it's going to be a dog fight for sure right um You know, JD, I said forty six. You you sticking with the fifty burger? Are you are you still with JD the fifty 50? piece? Yeah, JD hit us with the fifty okay. piece nuggets while while you were gone, CK. While okay. you were on hiatus, JD he jumped out the window quick, fast, and in a hurry on us. Okay. He, yeah, like he it. went with the fifty burger. JD, are you sticking with it? How are you feeling right now? I'm sticking with it. He's with. Oh, okay. All right. All right. But it's funny how it happened because I didn't think it would have so much, you know, it would cause, you know, so many people to actually support the prediction. You know, you had a bunch of phone calls. We had that run of phone callers and they all were saying 50. So I think I have no choice but to stick to it now. Um, Listen, you know, the 44 wins, I actually think it's a good thing. I mean, we talked about you know, ESPN and the mainstream media and how many times we went into a season thinking we were going to be, you know, a certain way. And then ESPN had us way lower, mm-hmm, even last mm-hmm, door. Right. Mm-hmm. So I actually look at it as a positive that ESPN is projecting the Knicks to win 44 games in an 82 game season. Like they're projecting the Knicks to be a top eight seed. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a start. Right. So right. if 44 wins is what, mainstream has us going like as the floor hey you know you're at 46 47 cp i'm at 50 i think anything over that would be a great story it should be a great story um and it would be a continuation on us having a great season last year in terms of where i believe that they were projected against everyone else above them yeah i have i have a 50 burger so i guess if you're looking at the standings that would have them at fourth seed, you know, the Heat are 49 right now. They would be the fourth seed. So if I'm going 50-51 wins, that would be, you know, contending versus the Sixers for the third seed, which is where I have – I honestly have the Knicks contending. Ooh, I don't know that they'll get there. Okay, I have okay. them contending. And this is here, – here's why. All here's right, let's why. go. Let's go. Here's why. Number one, when you look at who they have them against – Right. For example, let's go with the Sixers. The Sixers to me are a wild card for the Knicks to get there. To me, they're the wild card because if they keep Simmons, then to me, yes, they are a contender to get 50 wins. They might be that third seed because although everybody's down on Simmons, the fact of the matter is he has made it work with the Sixers Mm -hmm. during the season. The playoffs and the season are two different seasons. So it does not mean that you know, they'll get to where they want to get because Simmons stays. It just mean that it just means that for the season, mm-hmm. they'll probably be another 50, 51 win team, which would be competition to the Knicks. After the Sixers, 
which is pending what they do with Simmons. I know everybody's on the heat, and I'm not saying that they won't be great. But when you look at that roster, you know, their best players are much older players between Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry. And we talk about the Knicks having questions with Kemba Walker and Derrick Rose and Mitch Robinson in terms of players that will be, you know, question marks about their health for 82 games. Guess what? The Heat have those same questions. And other organizations are more open to load management than the Knicks with Tom Thibodeau. Thibodeau will be playing, and I, I can't stress this enough, CP, and it's probably the biggest reason why I'm leaning towards a 50-win season. Tom Thibodeau will play every single game to win while other teams and other coaches won't be doing that. Let's be, let's be real about this. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest question marks around the NBA is that sometimes teams take, they take nights off. Yeah. Sometimes organizations take nights off, right? Mm-hmm. And the Knicks won't. So the Knicks, to me, will be able to steal a few games that they maybe they're not supposed to win. They'll be able to steal some of those wins, and that will propel them to a 50-win season and just sneak over, let's say, a Miami Heat or a Sixers. It does not mean that they'll end up being a better team than them in the playoffs. I am just saying that for an 82-game season with Tom Thibodeau coaching this team, he's not playing any games. He's trying to win every game. I think that dynamic will have the Knicks contending for a three seat. Shout out, Mr. Mike in the chat says, hold your ground, J.D., it's 50. Yeah. Chico Fernandez jumps, says, I'm jumping out the window with J.D. So Team Let's J.D. Go. in the chat Let's is there, they are riding with you, bro. So stand right. your chat. ground. Chat, hold you got nothing down. to lose, baby. Hold Two weeks down, of training bro. camp, you got nothing to lose. <laughs> and I also, I put a poll up in the chat. So everybody in the chat watching right now, first off, salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Uh, vote in tonight's poll. What do you think the Knicks uh, win total will be? Will it be less than 35 35 to 40 uh what do i think I, I put i can't even read it now 40 to 45 or, or over 45 so vote in the chat and uh and and we'll read the the winner uh before the show's over I, i'm with you jd in that in that tibbs is gonna be coaching and win and and you know he's gonna have these guys playing hard. Mm-hmm. I think Randall's gonna still maintain his you know thirty six minutes a night on average like he did last year. Damn near leading the league. I think that'll continue. Um, you know, I still first first and foremost we have to see how the chemistry plays out, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Kemba, you have Fournier coming in. You would hope that those guys being you know seasoned vets, hopefully they they slot right in. But it's a different dynamic now. This is a point guard where. Uh, he's going to have the ball in his hands a lot more. We're going to be able to trust him to to make plays better than Peyton has. Uh, maybe the ball goes, you know, maybe Kemba and, and Randall kind of split some of those duties as far as usage. We got to see how, how all that comes into fit, into play. I also have to see how the perimeter defense changes with the addition of Kemba Walker. How does the pick and roll defense change? You know, how, how does Fournier's defense hold up? I think those things have to be taken into consideration. Yeah. I'm I'm going to go with... I did say 46 wins either way. So I think, you know, 46 wins should get them around six, maybe even five, right? They have the Hawks. ESPN has the Hawks at 47 and 35. They got the Celtics at 45 and 37. Knicks at 44 Mm -hmm. and 38. So they're all right there, you know, jumbled up together. My order, I'm going to go with the Nets one. I'll go Bucks two. 
I get if 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 uh, si- ah, you see how you pause? Yeah, yeah. You see because, how you pause? Exactly. Beca- That's because, exactly what I'm saying. If, if, After that, you don't know. It's so yeah. many things that can happen. Yeah, tier two. If if Simmons is saying that he's not showing up to training camp, he's out of there. So I can't put the Sixers up there in third just you know because yep. just looking at the rest of the roster, I just can't do that. So I'm gonna. I'm still going to put respect on their name, but I'm going to drop them down to fifth. I'm going to put the Hawks in third, unfortunately. Yep, that's what I got too. Right? Yep. I'm going to put the mm-hmm. Hawks in third. Yep. Now, fourth. This is where it gets fun. This is where, it's, <laughs> where it gets fun. Mm-hmm. I'll put the Sixers fourth. I don't know who they're going to get for them. I just don't know who they're going to get for them. We'll talk about that later, but I'll put them in fourth for right now. Fifth. I'll put the heat in there, unfortunately. Mm. I just feel like, you know, with the heat, especially especially if, if we get into those tiebreaker scenarios, that's a tough team for us, man. They they were a tough team for us last for year, sure. swept yeah. us last year. Spolster's defense is is on point. Um, I still think they need a bit more shooting, but when you factor in defensively man to man, when you talk about Lowry, the addition of Lowry, the addition of PJ Tucker. Uh, Oladipo coming back. Yes, he's a shell of himself and still injury prone, but still a, a, a plus defender. Uh, you know, you have Bam out there. You have Jimmy Butler out there. That's a nice defensive squad. Even just even just going head up on man. Now you add in the 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 Spolstra dynamics, and these guys are, are trapping the pick and roll. They're throwing zone at you. They're mm-hmm. blitzing coverages. You know, they they throw a lot of different things that really fluster the Knicks, and and it's a tough matchup for us. So I still think that'll continue. And if it comes down to tiebreakers, I'm going to put the heat over us just a smidge. But then I'm going to put us uh, in sixth. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put um, the Celtics in seventh because I think even though they lost Fournier and Kemba, I I like what they do, what they have defensively. It's going to, you know, Marcus Smart running the point full time is going to be a big question mark. But adding Josh Richardson, adding Horford, yeah. you have Williams taking another step. He was a beast. That that that, that, that kid came on strong last Don't year. Don't forget new new regime and coach. New Don't regime forget. Udoka. Don't you have forget. a defensive minded head coach in, right. in, in Udoka. Yeah. Uh, so and and with Tatum, I mean superstar, and, and Brown taking another year, another year of maturity. Um, I'm gonna put them right there with us, man. I'm gonna put them right there with us. I'm gonna put us over them for now. Put some respect on the name. We were the fourth seed in the East. Put some respect on the name. So I'll put them over. And then eighth, I'm going with the Pacers, man. I'm going with the Pacers better than better than the Hornets. The Hornets. Yeah, I'm putting some respect on Rick Carlisle's name. Uh, A much better, much more competent coach than what they had. You have Levert coming back healthy. You have Brogdon coming back healthy, which is a bonus in the lineup. Turner as well. A healthy TJ Warren coming back. You have Duarte coming off the bench, ready to go, plug and play. I think the Pacers are going to have something to say, man. I I think they're also going to going to bounce back from last year. So I'm going to put them eighth. That that's going to be my my top eight. And then, well, what do you have? Nine and ten. Let's see, nine and ten. I'll put the I'll put the the, yeah Bulls and Hornets. I'll I'll leave Bulls and Hornets same way. Yeah. Yeah, I'll put Bulls and Hornets same way. So I'll go Nets, Bucks, Hawks third, Sixers fourth, Heat fifth, Knicks sixth, Celtics seventh, Pacers eighth. CK, how you feeling, bro? So the Knicks, what? Six? Six, yeah. Four, yeah, eight. it's six, yeah. Six. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because all he did was he swapped the Hawks up to three, and then yeah. everyone else fell down, and then we come up to six. Yeah, yeah I don't hate it. Um, I, yeah, I was looking at your top three the same way. Um, actually, you can call me a hater all you want in the chat, and I'll be perfectly fine with that. I'm still gonna give the Bucks the benefit of the doubt. I'm gonna get them the one seed. I'm, okay. I, I just something about the Nets. Like, I get it. They got all these the injuries are gonna be my concern for that team. You know, mm-hmm. I, I can't just give them the first seed. I get it. They they got a great squad put together, but the Bucks coming in with pretty much the same squad. And we know they they're really solid in the regular season, so I'm gonna give some respect on the Bucks and put them one Nets two real close. The same way right here, it's 58, yeah. 57. I think it's gonna be the same exact thing. And then yeah, like you, I had the Hawks at three, um, but yeah, and then the rest of it just jumbled up, man. I, I, your argument's great. You know, the Heat when it comes to like uh, to them playing us, they always have our numbers. Yeah. So for that reason alone, it's like I have to put them above us by a win or two. And then I'm looking at the Knicks next up. So I I, I don't have any argument. I just think. The Pacers take is the only one I'm a little I'm looking at. I'm a little bit. I, you're right with Rick Carlisle. It's just I don't I don't like their depth because I, I I just don't. I love Karis LeVert. Just don't trust him health wise. Not sure what to think about Sabonis health wise. A lot of these guys are health concerns. Malcolm yeah. Brogdon, who's been who's been a health concern for the majority of his tenure with the Pacers. So I I, I just want to see how they can deal with that. Um, I think the Hornets take a nice little step. They're young, so young, they're gonna be yeah. fun during the regular season. Um, like a lot of you guys, you know, even though they got my boys over there, I'm not really too excited about the Bulls. So I, no. I like where you put them at. So yeah, I like the Knicks at five or six for sure. Um, yeah, I, I did. Y'all were y'all ready for this though. I was not ready to to put <laughs> one, two, three, four because to me, like I said, it's going to be a toss up, and yeah. I feel like we can all be very wrong. There could yeah, be a world no, no where the course. Hawks. Right, where the Hawks can continue the hot ending that they had and they can start off the season first in the East and some crazy yeah, like that. Like, yeah. There's a lot of situations that can happen. But as of right now, I liked your uh, your, your your top, I'll say top six, and then I'll, I'll change it around at the bottom. Um, but, yeah, for the most part, uh, I'm looking at the Knicks, looking at that five, four, five, six spot. That's what yeah. I'm looking at us at for right now. I mean, so, yeah, so, I got you. So I, I, I just I asked the question. Yeah. All right, so y'all got the Knicks at the six seed and all that. All right, yeah, all right. Yeah. But let me, but let, but let me ask you guys this question: yep. <laughs> If the Knicks are healthy, and I'm not saying Kemba yeah. 82 games healthy, let's mm-hmm. say Kemba plays 70 games. Yeah, everyone else is healthy. Rose about 70 games. Mm-hmm. What is the ceiling of this team in terms of wins or even seeding? What whichever way, whichever way is easier for you guys to answer. But in healthy. other words. Because yeah. I think, yeah. yeah, if the Knicks are healthy, mm-hmm. while an 82 game season, Kemba yeah. plays 70, Rose plays 70, but everyone mm-hmm. else is healthy. Rotation is consistent. Yeah. Everyone else is healthy, ready to go. Mm-hmm. Guys, don't think this is, you guys don't think that's 50? Yeah, I, I do because of, see, see, this is how I'm looking at it. I'm looking at the Nets and the Bucks in the top tier, right? They're in a the class by themselves. Yeah, correct. That's not even, yep. That's with not even with the whole uncertainty with Philly, I got to put the Hawks, Philly, the Heat, the Knicks, and even the Celtics in that in that second tier because I just don't know what, what, Philly, what Philly's going to be looking like once they trade uh, Simmons, right? So even if you take Philly out of the wild, as a wild card, I still like the Hawks, the Heat, the Knicks, and even the Celtics. I, I see a lot of parity there. I see a lot of parity there. So right. with all things considered, I don't think the fourth – or even third is out of the realm of possibility if everybody's healthy and they gel, chemistry comes together. 
I don't think it, I don't think it's out of the possibility. I don't think it's out of the possibility. Yeah, if everyone's I, healthy, I, find me the window. Uh, if every if like you're saying, we get seventy out of campus, seventy out of rows. Find me that window. I'm I'm gonna be right behind you, bro. That that's yeah. definitely a fifty win season, no doubt in my mind. But like I said, to me, it, I, there's just I got to play the variable game. There's just there's just too many variables for yeah. us and for these other teams. The Sixers, like he's mentioning with the trade. We don't even know when that trade's going to happen. We don't even know if there's going to be a point where he doesn't get traded and he doesn't play, and then randomly he starts to play, and then they're all out of sync. Like, we don't know what's going right. to be happening. So, I, to me, I just feel like there's just too many variables for me to jump all in on that. But I agree that the Sixers will be a second-tier team. But as far as us, with your scenario, your 2K scenario that you're handing us right now, <laughs> where we got uh, we get a 70-game piece out of Kemba and D-Rose – yeah, I'm. I'll, I'll, let me find that window with you, uh, JD. That that's easy fifty, easy fifty. I'll, we can talk about 52, 53, because I feel like well, that we're already well rounded and deep as it is. And if we have every all of our guys for the majority of the season, oh yeah, big big facts. I'm with you on that fifty for sure. I mean, we'll I, I obviously, yeah. obviously, but my prediction is based on I'm going with what I believe is the ceiling. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I, you know, I get everyone. The way that you're you're basically supposed to do is you you put all the vari- variables, mm-hmm. as CP mentioned. You put all the factors into play, and then you come to a determination of what you think the, the team will produce. Right. I'm just going with what I think is the ceiling. Mm-hmm. I'm going with uh, coach of the year. I'm not thinking about the playoffs because obviously, if we get influenced by the playoffs, then <laughs> Randall Randall stinks, right? Yeah. RJ RJ didn't do any. Like if we go by that, then I think my floor with the Knicks will be lower. I'm going with coach of the year and I'm basing it on the fact that when I look at the competition, I look at the Sixers, even with Simmons or without Embiid gets one injury, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I don't wish injury upon anybody. But when we talk about All questions, because right, everybody wants to talk about the Knicks questions, guess what? Every, these other teams have questions yeah. too. Yeah, and they're yeah. not made up questions. They're real legitimate questions. Embiid being healthy for an 82-game season is a real legitimate question. For sure, for sure. You know, for sure. It hasn't happened. So if that happens to that Sixers team, then what happens, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But say Kemba gets hurt, this Knicks team has depth. I mean, we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about we're over here talking about the rookies. How we're gonna find a way for the rookies to get playing time? Let alone if Kemba gets hurt, we have Rose to back up. If Mitch gets hurt, we have um, Noel to back up. We have like this Knicks team. I think is well equipped to handle different circumstances that will materialize during yeah, the season. It may be best equipped to handle that than some of these top heavy teams sure. that rely so much. On a Jimmy Butler, on a Joel Embiid, you know what I mean. Yeah, so yeah. that's that's, a good point. that's also what I look at it in terms of a long stretch of an eighty-two game season. Things happen, and I just think the Knicks will steal a few more wins and contend for the third seat. That's I think I, they're, they're, they're probably four, but contend for the third seat. And and point. early returns on the chat poll: an overwhelming majority think forty-six plus wins. For these Knicks. All right. So we got a lot of people jumping out the window right now. They're all voting. And since they're voting anonymously, they they are are feeling very brave right now. All right. I see a couple tomatoes in the chat for me and you, CK. Yeah. Uh, They're saying we we don't like, we're lacking faith. But I mean, come on, people. Look, I, I put 26 wins last year. So. I I gave y'all 20 plus. I'm 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 with I'm with the people this year, man. I said 46. So. Let, let, let's yeah. see what happens, man. Yeah, um, I, I feel confident my 47. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. All right, Ice Water, you up first, man. What's going on? Ice Water from Brooklyn wants to jump in. Ice Water, how you feeling, man? Hey, what's going on? What's going on? What's good, bro? Yeah, um, you know, first, right, these ESPN rankings. Um, why does anybody even listen to ESPN? Mm. Um, no, I mean, we, we really don't. This is this wrong. really just for right. conversation purposes. You know what ESPN I'm saying? Right. Is, but, I mean, ESPN is just notoriously wrong. Yeah. I mean, anybody that puts <laughs> Michael Jordan as the greatest college basketball player of all time is you don't yeah, even yeah, listen to those people. That was ridiculous. But, <laughs> but, um. I agree with a lot of what you guys have been saying about the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think the Knicks is going to be seven. Um, I said before the last time that I was on, I expect the Knicks to contend for the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just my feeling, yeah. you know, based on the team that we have. Uh, I'm looking at 50 wins, uh, anywhere between 50 and 55. Um, and I'm just going on past history. Okay. And, and you know, this other thing I want, I, really, I want to ask you guys. Yeah. I heard somebody say earlier um, that the East has gotten better. Can somebody, where has the East gotten better at? I don't, yeah. did the net get better? I, I think so. Not really. I, I think they've added what, more depth. They I think they've mean. added more depth with, with Patty Mills, with James Johnson. I, th- I think they have. Patty Mills, that's yeah. about it. Everybody else is kind of like iffy. Where did Milwaukee get better? Well, they're the champs. You got to put did, some respect on their name. But that doesn't mean that you. But that doesn't mean that you got better. <clears throat> you just won last year, right? The the, the champions where did, come where out did, of the where East. Where did Philly get better? Well, that's a question where mark. We we better? don't know. If Philly, if water Philly gets Dane, we don't know. Philly's a question mark, right? So let's throw you know, Philly out of there. Atlanta didn't get any better. I, the only team however, that I however, I, I hear you. But the but the Hawks are on. They have momentum. Carrying over from last year, you got to yeah. put some respect on their name, Ice Water. They went to the Eastern Conference Finals with this team. Yeah, but that was last year. Yeah, and you know it's just like anything. What you did last year does not carry over to the next season. It just doesn't. Nice. You yeah, you're right. You're right. You hope that it does, but it doesn't. Yeah. You know, so the Knicks to me have exponentially got better. <clears throat> I, you know, the backcourt is just way better. You got rid of two of the Toast Brothers. You still got one of the Toast Brothers left. But you got rid of two Wait, of I, I think this is the call that, that named them that. Yes, yes. This you is definitely the call that named them the Toast Brothers, man. But, you, but there's still one left, but I mean, whatever. <laughs> wait, but, wait, who's the one that's I mean, left? Kevin Knox. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You know, he's still there. <laughs> but I'm just saying. With, with Kemba, with Kemba and and Evan Fournier, you have upgraded the backcourt significantly. Yeah. So whatever you lost on defense, you gained a ton on offense. I, I just, I, I just see why I don't see why the Knicks uh, shouldn't be the third seed. I just okay. don't see why, right. and I don't see why we can't win between fifty and fifty-five wins. So I, right, so he's with JD, man. I, I swear to definitely appreciate the call, man. The Toast Brothers. <laughs> toast. Oh, wow, for that, man. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like they're going to be testy tonight, CP. Yeah. No, well, good. Good. That's, that's why we come on, man. We don't we don't want boring callers. Ice Water definitely brings the heat, so we definitely appreciate the call. Look, I'm, I'll look at this Nets team. I felt like from the draft to free agency, I thought they yeah. did well based on what they're working with. I thought they did well. The Bucks are the champs. You got to put some respect on their name. They brought back Portis. 
Um, I forgot the other additions that they made. They, they made some smaller free agency additions, but you got to put some respect on their name. Philly's a wild card. I thought the Heat got better, especially defensively. You know, is, is Lowry an upgrade over Dragic? Yes. Yes. You had a P.J. Tucker, world champ, 3 and D player. Definitely improves their defense for sure. We'll see what Oladipo gives them. That was a midseason acquisition. I still think the Hawks are, are, are riding a wave, man. They're coming in with chemistry. Yes, yes. It doesn't mean that that they'll be able to repeat that. Just look at the Miami Heat. Perfect example. They went from, from the NBA Finals in the bubble to uh, uh, getting waxed in, in, in uh, as a 2-7 seed. Yeah. I think the Celtics, it's, it's, I think defensively they've gotten better. We'll see what happens on the offensive side. I'm not so sure. I think we've upgraded. I think Charlotte's gotten better. You had second-year LaMelo, CK. You add uh, Hayward with, with Rozier. They got Oubre. They drafted uh, my guy from UConn. Uh, uh, Miles My, uh, Bridges took a step. P.J. Washington. I think the Hornets look good. Bulls obviously upgraded their starting five. Their bench is weak. Yeah. And, and I think the Pacers, you know, if they didn't make crazy moves in the offseason, but I just think them coming together healthy, I, I think they'll be better than last year. The, the Nets definitely, I mean, I don't know what, the, the Nets definitely got better. I mean, they, Yeah, 100%. They upgraded from Landry Shamit to a champion and consistent shooter. Landry Sham is a good shooter, but he's not necessarily a consistent shooter yeah. with Patty Mills. Mm-hmm. Uh, they added LaMarcus Aldridge is coming back, right? Mm-hmm. So right. let's see what he gives you. Uh, Paul Millsap, Paul Millsap veteran. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that, you know, there's questions about what he has left in the tank, but at the same time, what he was asked to do in Denver is not what he's going to be asked to do in Brooklyn. He's yeah. just probably going to play a few minutes just be uh, insurance policy. Yeah. And Blake was a nice fit. He was rejuvenated as a role player with 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 the Nets. Mm-hmm. Um, you're looking at year two, you know, and they're going to start off fresh. So I think they're more actually more explosive offensively. I don't know that they got better defensively. Yeah. The Hawks, listen, they're relying on their talent taking the next step. I and mean, we talk about some of our young players developing. Their, their roster is all about young talent. Oh, yeah. And they just went through a playoff experience. Um, yeah. And now they have, they know who they're going with in terms of Nate McMillan going into the season. Mm-hmm. So you would think that that would be a plus. And if those guys uh, take the next step in their developments, they could be, you know, one of those rising, rising, you know, teams. Um, and then after that, I think it depends with the Sixers, what they do with Simmons, the Celtics. I think there's a lot of questions. I'm not as high on the Celtics as some are because they've had the Jalen Brown, this, there's a lot of rumblings in Boston about what is going to be the future of Jalen Brown and Tatum mm-hmm. because they're not so sure that that is the best fit in terms of them to each other. They're yeah. not questioning their individual talent. There's just together. rumblings about them together. Is that enough to propel them to a championship contention? Mm-hmm. So this is a big year for the Celtics. Um, and if that doesn't work, they may be looking at, most likely trading Jalen Brown mm-hmm. to surround Tatum with, you know, a different set of new players to see if that's going to work. So I, the East to me individually, you know, every, I guess everybody gets better, but not everybody meets those expectations. So yeah. we'll see what happens. 
De- definitely see what happens, man. Great, great comments. Great call by Icewater. Salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Just hitting the reset here. This is Knicks Fan TV Live presented by Manscaped. As usual, fellas, go to manscaped.com. Enter promo code KFTV for 20% off plus free shipping. Got the lawnmower 4.0, the performance package 4.0. Make sure you guys go to manscaped.com. Support the show. Enter promo code KFTV. TV for 20% off plus free shipping. Also, another announcement I wanted to make the home opener event, the Knicks Fan TV home opener event right now is sold out. We sold out that fast, nice. ladies and gentlemen. We're working with MSG to get some more tickets. I'll let you guys know if you guys are interested. Definitely contact us. Make sure you either DM me on Instagram, email me, nextfantv at gmail.com. Let me know you got, if you guys are interested. We will get more tickets. But as of right now, the home opener event is sold out. And the ticket package includes the pregame show. Hosted by myself, JD, at Mustang Harry's. That's going to be at, at about 4.30 p.m. We're going to have some appetizers included in the package. Uh, house uh, happy hour deals on, on beers and, and uh, liquor as well. Might have some guests stopping by, so the pregame show is going to be lit. Then during the game, um, we're going to have giveaways. We're going to have raffle giveaways. We're going to have gift bags, all that sort of stuff. So that's going to be great. Obviously, we'll have the halftime show going on from MSG. And then postgame, we'll have the immediate postgame show from outside of MSG for you for you guys to participate in. And then, uh, and then after the game as well. So it's going to be a great package. We're still working on the, the fan experience based on COVID and everything. We're not sure if we're going to have access to pregame shoot around or the postgame free throw contest, but we're still working with MSG on that. If we have that, that'll be added to the package as well. So stay tuned on that. Uh, but again, for right now, it's sold out and we're, and we're waiting to see, uh, if we can get some more tickets. So just, just wait and see on that. Wait for the announcement. What a what a way to start the season, TP. Yeah. I mean, Knicks Fan TV is giving you a pregame show. Pregame show. Every everything. They're yeah. giving you a pregame show way before the game. So you Facts. the anticipation to build to the game. You're gonna yeah. have a nice pregame show uh to kind of get you more excited. Yep. Uh then we're gonna have the halftime, the post game at the garden, get a little bit of the vibes, yep. the energy, the atmosphere, and then the real post game on the channel. Yeah, man. I mean we we end to end to end end to end coverage, JD. That's how that's what's about, man. End to end coverage is what we're about, man. So it's gonna be a good event. Looking forward to it. We are one almost a month away from the first game of the season, so it's crazy. All right, here we go. So to, I'm gonna tell you guys what happened. So as I was collecting the the questions for the fan mailbag, there was a guy named Joe from Staten Island who said he wanted to smoke with Jay from Florida. So oh. I, you know, you know, as, as a promoter, I, I cannot deny the smoke. So the smoke cast, the battle of the fans has to ensue because, you know, I'm a man of the people. I want to give the people what they want. And right now we got both guys on the line right now. So I'm going to let these fighters out of their cage and let wow. them have at it. Come on, let me know. So I yeah. got some popcorn CP. Come on, man. Yeah. Oh, man. So first and foremost, Let's let let's let Joel from Staten Island in here. Joel, how you feeling, man? I'm good, Joe. What's up? What's up, man? I mean, up, do you want the smoke with Jay from Florida or what, man? What's going yeah, on? I want all the smoke. I want all the smoke, bro. <laughs> man. I, I'm I ready. Smoke, bro. 
All right, hey, hey, that, hey, this is what we're here for, man. This is what we're here for. So without yeah, further ado, Knicks fan TV for the fans, by the fans, for the fans, right? by yeah. the fans, man. You know the vibes. Talk to you know the vibes. Know the vibes. Bro. And on the line, the weighing in. <laughs> I don't know his weight, but he's checking in <laughs> from somewhere in Florida. He goes by the name of Debbie Downer. They throw tomatoes at him in the <laughs> chat, but he's here for all of it. Yeah. Jay from Florida, ladies and gentlemen. Downer. Jay, what's I'm, going on, bro? I'm 6'5", 295. 6'5", I'm like a D-lineman. Okay. All right. No yeah. problem. Well, fellas, you know the rules, man. Yeah. Um, This is a family show. Just remember that. You know, let's keep it clean. Keep it peaceful. Uh, uh, but, Joel, I'll let you uh, have, have your first statement. My first statement is, so tell me, bro, how a team has a lucky season for a 72-game season? That's, That's a question. That's a question. Let me give you a little background of, of Meek Jake from Florida, right? I told, <laughs> I told people I'm the ultimate Knicks fan. I've been a Knicks fan since October 1994. I was eight years old. You seen a crying kid on, on KP draft? I was the crying kid when they lost game seven of the finals. I seen excellence year after year after year at MSG. You went to the playoffs every year. That's what I want again. I want, I want excellence. I don't want a, a, a phantom fourth seed to come blind the fans. Half of the highlights CP shown up did is tarps on the seat. Randall, Alden Boards, they different players when we got actual fans in the seats. I want excellence. I'm Bro. tired of just making. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. You're telling me you're telling me that a seventy two game season, you're telling me solely because of fans that the team won forty one games. Because I've been hearing you say this Listen. for about the last three months. We should have tanked. We should have we should have been the eleventh pick. That nine game winning streak was uh, was fool's gold. Okay. Like, tell Ooh. me how that's even possible, bro, in the NBA, bro. Listen, the, the man that a lot of Knicks fans wanted to come run the franchise before Leon. Masai Ujiri went on his podium and said he wants to tank. He said that he's promoting tanking. He said he has to take a look at his young players. He has to see what he has. It's a business. You can't win anything in the NBA without prime time talent. The fourth seed is fool's goal, right? We got Kemba Cool. We got D Rose. They both in their 30s. We still need a point guard. We, got we still two need years a point guard. We, we just drafted two. Guard. We just drafted. We have two. Come we have on, two future. Miles McBride ain't a. Miles McBride is a, is a good player, but he's not he's a he's not a box office point guard. We need somebody in there for ten years. We need a real. We need to go get SGA or Fox. Or we need somebody real. I want to, bro. I want to win a championship, man. I, don't, I just don't want to make it. We all want to win a championship, bro. Bro, I've been a, bro, I'm How a young guy. I've been on the. I've been a fan since 2010. I'm a young guy when I was a kid. I've seen no winning in this. In this, I want to win a championship too, but you got it. You got to start you somewhere. Seen, you can't, Since you can't 2010, you've seen nothing, brother. You've seen That's nothing. That's what I just told you. I it and I want to. You gotta. You gotta build something. You gotta build something. You can't just be losing, losing, and losing, and expect anything to come good from that, bro. Come on, bro. We've been doing the you second draft, thing for years, bro. You gotta draft the players. You gotta draft got the players, fourth brother. Pick in the draft, I don't want to go through that anymore. Listen, that's where the talent comes from. If the in the nineties, if the Knicks would have had Rod Strickland playing point guard the whole time, it would have been a different story and a good wing. If we had Allen Houston instead of John Starks, it would have been a different story. You got to draft your talent. You got to get homegrown contract control talent. Mitch should have been signed, right? I saw Mitch put up a Snapchat talking about, oh, 
uh, Taj is rolling around in the Rolls Royce. They got Taj driving in, in mixed salary. Mix to the bench sign. You sign your homegrown town. You play Knox. You don't play Burke. Last year, Thibodeau was playing Knox at the beginning of the season. He needs to do the same thing this season. He's he trying to win, bro. He's trying to win, bro. I'm tired of players on the court that ain't going to help winning, bro. Listen, they trying to build something, bro. Contract. They all got to build something, bro. They don't bro. care about Kevin Knox is not an NBA player, bro. Kevin Knox is not an NBA player, bro. Coaches got to do their job, man. Bro, they got to do their job. Obi's going to be a different player. Obi got a kid. His mindset is different now. You got to play the kids. You got to play. So what? You want? Wait, hold on. You want, you want them to bench Randall for for Obi? Is that what? That's what you want. How many? What do you? How do you want to do that? I bro? want him to half and half. I want him if if Obi half and half. I want to do what you want to do. That just hands the second team all roll. NBA half and half. Randall's oh, man, goal. Bro. That season was fake. That season was fake. We gonna come right that back down. That season was fake, bro. This dude, you guys goal. act like this dude never did this before in the NBA, bro. This is his third straight year. I got this in twenty and plus, bro. Ten rebounds, bro. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Right. Like I said, all right, bro. We'll see, bro. Is a de- we'll see what happens. Listen, the Hawks is the blueprint. The Hawks are going out there signing their draft picks to max contracts. That's what you want to be. They got 10 we years. We got RJ right here, bro. You guys act play. like there were four rotational players who were draft picks of ours, bro. In the rotation, bro. Two in the start lineup, two coming off the bench, bro. But they Tim, also had Tim a bunch of veterans around them. Listen, Around them, Danilo Gallinari, that's a veteran. Bogdanovich, that's man. a veteran. I'm not worried about the veterans. Bogdanovich is one veteran. They, you got Collins, you got Curry. Gallinari is another. Is one veteran too? Clint Capella. Who else? There's Lou Williams that's, is in the rotation as well. You can't just make a team off of all Williams, young guys, Williams bro. Don't matter, man. Lou Williams don't matter, man. You know who Lou Williams is. He's don't a backup player for the team, bro. He was playing in the series, bro. They gonna leap us. The, the Celtics is back to their new coach. The Celtics is not leaving the Knicks, coach. bro. I guarantee you, bro. I'm guaranteeing it right now on this call. The Knicks is winning 50 games. Oh, okay. 50 games. Come on. Please. I'm guaranteeing it, Max 42. I'm going with ESPN. Bro, Max I'm guaranteeing. Bro, I'm Max. guaranteeing. Max, ESPN had us at 44, bro. If you listen to ESPN, bro, I don't know what to tell you, man. All right. All right, fellas. Wins. All right, 42 wins. Good, right, good battle. Good battle. Touch gloves. Uh, we're going to put both <laughs> callers on mute right now. They kept it clean. They kept, they kept it clean. clean. They kept gloves. it clean. Uh, fellas, you know, uh, uh, CK and JD, who, who do we think won here? What did, JD, I'll start with you, man. What do you yeah, think? what you got, JD? You know who I think won. He he said the Knicks going to win 50. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you, just, you just went to 50. <laughs> I got to stick to it, man. I got to stick to it. I mean, yeah, I mean, he, he made some good points. He, he he pointed out the veterans on the Hawks. He You know, like, I get what he's saying. You know, the Knicks, we, we've we gone through enough pain. Um, I, I Listen, you, you've mentioned yourself. A lot of times you've also agreed with Jay from Florida. Mm-hmm. So we got to mm-hmm. give him that. Right. Times that he bra- he brings up some legitimate stuff, you know, the, the way that he wants to build is not necessarily the, you know, the wrong way. I just think that in today's NBA, it's just a balance attack. You have to do a little bit of everything because it's just too difficult. You yeah. know, when you look at Giannis, the Bucks won. Giannis wasn't like Jay. Jay always wants to tank, right? He wants to get a mm-hmm, top five mm-hmm. pick. Uh, was Giannis a top five pick? No, I believe no. he was about what, 14 and 17? Or yeah, yeah, 13? Yeah, yeah, 15 something or something like that. Like that. Whatever yeah, it was, 15. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't a top five pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, was Devin Booker a top five pick? 
Book was no, he 14, wasn't. I believe. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't. Right? So that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, you look at the like some of these top players, you know, Kawhi Leonard. Was Kawhi Leonard a top five pick? Was Paul George a mm. top five pick? They weren't top five picks. You know what I mean? I mean well, How many well, times are well, you going to get LeBron at number one? I, I think, well, yeah, the, Tor- the, was Toronto, one pick. the Toronto thing was, was okay, go ahead, go ahead, keep going, keep going. You know what I'm saying? Kyrie was a number one pick. Yeah. But he won a championship with who? With LeBron. Yeah. Other than that, there's been questions about him leading a team. Ben Simmons, what pick was Ben Simmons? And what's what? what is the talk now? So it, what I'm saying is, it's just too difficult, CP, to just yeah. say, oh, you have to get a top three pick and you're automatically. I mean, we all wanted Zion, but let's let's see what happens with Zion. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's so great. Can the Pelicans go to the playoffs this year, please? Can they go to the playoffs so that yeah, right. we can start validating a lot of what we believe Zion can become? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying all these all these these points are just to illustrate that. Yes, you want the highest pick, but in today's NBA, you just don't know, CP. It's yeah. just too difficult. Scrap I mean, you look at the way Scrap that the, the Warriors built that championship, right? It's easy to say now, but they had to get Draymond Green in the second round. L- look at the way they hit on Clay. Look at the way they hit on Curry, which he should have been a Nick. Yeah. <laughs> but like, <laughs> they, if you look at Harrison Barnes, like you look at their all their draft picks, Barnes, mm-hmm. Curry, Thompson, uh, Green and even Festus Azili, which was a Warriors pick. None of them were top five picks. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you need what you really need is you need a top-notch draft department and you need a smart front office that's able to spend the right way and build assets so that you're equipped to either make a big trade or continue to build through the draft. And that's all. I mean, if Trey Young doesn't take this leap in the playoffs. Who knows what the expectations are for the Hawks going into next season? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and that's what we hope in RJ. Maybe RJ is the guy that takes that next step. Doesn't have to be super duper superstar. But if he takes that next step, guess what? The Knicks will be talked about next year as that next, you know, team that's ready to make that maybe championship step. You know, yeah, with a few points. other additions. So that's, good point. that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Be- before I get to CK, so to everybody in the chat, well, who won the Battle of the Fans? We had an impromptu yeah, surprise Battle of the Fans between Joel from Staten Island, Jay from Florida. The poll is up in the chat right now, or leave some comments in the chat. What do you guys think? Hit that like button. Let's get those likes up. Let's get to over 500 likes. Let's break the YouTube algorithm. We just had a classic, classic battle on our hands. <laughs> and uh, let's get those likes up, man. CK, uh, go ahead with your points. Uh, I'm going to step away for two seconds. Go ahead, CK. Yeah, man. Okay, so I got to say, man, uh, shout out to Jay. Jay came in there like the vet. You know, he, he went into this fight like, like you know, Mayweather. You know, he was the, on the defensive. He let Joel, you know, throw the swings, you know, hit the uppercuts. You see, he was feeling them out. You know, I, I was feeling uh, Jay's perspective. And to the draft point, like you were talking about, um, I, I feel like Jay, what, what he kind of contradicted himself a little bit. But what I feel like Jay was talking about was was building through the draft, like you were mentioning. Like, it doesn't have to necessarily be with a top pick and i think that's what the point is trying to make the only problem with that is is then he then contradicted himself by saying miles mcbride wasn't nothing and that's when that's when he kind of lost me a little bit there but and i think that's a fair argument i think that's an argument that a lot of us were were co-signing for the longest time because you know like like he mentioned with the hawks you've seen the hawks do it the way that they did it 
they're keeping they're going with their younger guys they're re-signing their dudes and you know they're going in the right direction that's the direction that i'm sure a lot of us were hoping that the knicks are going i mean obviously our draft was a bit different drafting frank neilakinas and kevin knox's but i feel like it's more of a front office situation than a knicks tanking poorly situation so i, I think there were some fair points there um, I gotta be real with you, Joel. Was, he was taking a lot of good swings, but none of them were connecting in my eyes. I think mm. Jay. I know that the chat's not feeling it, but I feel like Jay had a lot of counters for a lot of the things that Joel was bringing to him. Mm. Though I don't agree with a lot of the things that Jay says. To me, this was a Jay. This is a um. A, a so you going with Jay. Jay? Interesting. I gotta go with Jay. Okay, so Sorry, we have Joe. a. Love so what you do brought, I Joe, need to break the tie? Wow, that's pressure. Pressure right now. And real quick, it, yeah. it, it, it's, it all ties in together because I get what he's saying in terms of building through the draft and it doesn't have to be a top five pick, mm-hmm. but we we've also had a bunch of lottery picks and we haven't hit on it. Yeah. So it ties in together in the sense that, okay, we've been building with the number eight pick, the number eight pick, uh, you know, we've had all these top picks, you know, all let's right. see what Obi, what, what happens with Obi. It ties in together in that you still need a strong draft department. So it yeah. doesn't matter. Thank you. I was just going to say that's right. You right, still right. need yeah. You know, like because yep. we've been bad for how long and we've been around the lottery. Yep. So we've been in positions to build a good team. Mm-hmm. It's not like mm-hmm. we've been having the 15th pick every year. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like over the past few years, you know, we talked about how we haven't been, you know, we've kind of taken a step back because of some of these previous lottery picks haven't panned out mm-hmm. and how that actually pushes back your franchise. Yep. If those picks would have panned out. You know, we're maybe you know the team may be a little bit more advanced at this at this point. So that's why I think it's it's just it's a balance attack. Yeah. Jay's points are right, and some of the things that the other caller said are also right. correct. But you're also going Joe because he said 50 wins. So you going Joe? I, that's the only reason why. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you going Joe? CK's going CC. Jay. Yeah, I'm with Jay. Man, you know, you know, I'm gonna let I'm. I can't punt on my own show, but I'll say this. <laughs> I'll say this. Both fighters had good points. Right. I've yes, there have been times when I I have agreed with with Jay from Florida, especially my frustration. You know, we went through the seventeen win season before getting RJ, and and it's tough, man, because you just feel like without that game changer, without that superstar, that dynamo, you're never gonna go anywhere, and. A lot of times we feel like those players are at the top of the draft. Now, you know, J.D., yes, you can point to Giannis and you can point to Booker, the two guys who are in the finals being late teens picks. You can point to Kawhi Leonard, what he did with that Toronto Raptor team. That Raptor team had no lottery picks on there, you know. But luck plays a big part of every facet of winning the championship in, in, in the league, whether it's drafting. Whether it's it's you know getting timely free agents like what the Nets just did, overhauling their whole team. They they got two guys who were scared of the limelight to come to the Knicks. They went to the Nets. They threw everybody out except for Joe Harris, and then they got James Harden. We'll see where that gets them. It looks like they could win the championship with that, but we'll see. You know that that's that's not a, a an an orthodox way of building a team. To me, a lot of that has luck to you know plays into that. For me. Yes, the Raptors won that chip without lottery picks and so on and so forth. But they also got lucky that Kevin Durant tore his Achilles and that Clay tore his ACL. Mm-hmm. Those guys healthy. Yeah, they would have made it a competitive series as they did. But I don't think they're winning it. You know what I'm saying? I don't think they're winning it. LeBron, generational talent. They, those guys come around once every, what, 10 years, if that? 
the game changes. The guys that that could build a team on his own. That, that you know, a team change like that. I just think it, it's hard to really pinpoint one way or the other. You look at teams: Minnesota Timberwolves, career lottery team, gone nowhere. Sacramento Kings, career lottery team, gone nowhere. You know, the the talent that you bring in, you got to get lucky. You got to hit. You have to hit. So you know what you have to do then, CP? You have to keep winning because the domino effect of everything you're saying is that the Raptors got lucky, not only with the Warriors, but guess what? They got lucky too that, you know, they traded for Kawhi, that they were able to. They were in position to be able to make that transaction, mm-hmm. right? A lot of people give Pat Riley all this credit. Guess what? Mm. You know who LeBron still has a relationship with today? Not Pat Riley. It's Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade. It's Chris Bosh. Yeah. So it wasn't that Pat Riley made this magic. It was more yeah. so that LeBron James just decided to team up with friends. That's where the luck comes into play. But you have to put yourself in a position yeah. to have an argument, to be lucky. You have to create your own luck. And the way... You create your own luck is the Knicks continue to be in that position. Mm-hmm. And who knows? People talk about maybe Donovan Mitchell in two years, maybe Bradley Beal next year, maybe Zach Levine. I mean, if you look at these ES- ESPN projections and the way that you were laying out your standings, guess what? That means there's going to be questions to be answered in Chicago and Washington because mm-hmm. Washington is not even on that list. Yeah. And the Bulls, we have barely making it. And guess who, who's in, uh, who's incoming free agents? Zach Levine. And Bradley Beal, you think if the Knicks are trash next year that they're even going to think about coming to the Knicks? Yeah. No way. No. So to me, winning, the winning way plays that, a part. Winning plays a part. Right. For it, sure. it, it, it's a percentage game. It's a probability game. And the more you mm-hmm. look to build a balanced team, right, and try to draft for value like a Grimes, like a McBride, while you're still winning, the higher the probability that either a star demands a trade to your team or a future free agency just says, you know what, I'm going to the Knicks. Yeah. There's no chance to me of that happening if you're just in the bottom of the barrel and you're just praying that you hit on a draft pick. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. And I think you, you know, Joel mentioned the, the Hawks and look at what they did. Well, first and foremost, they got a great talent, a superstar on the rise in Trey Young in a draft where you could look at that Trey Young and Luka Doncic trade. And I'm not sure that there's a, a more even draft day trade than that. You know, Vince and Anton Jameson, Vince, Vince, Vince turned out to have a better career. Um, just thinking off the top of my head, a couple, Penny and Weber. If Penny was healthy, oh, yeah. I think he would have had every bit of a, of a good career, if not better, than, than Chris Weber. I think they both would have ended up in the Hall of Fame. Congrats to mm-hmm. C-Web for making it, though. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Um, those are just a couple that come in my head, but that Luca trade deal, you know, turned out to be fairly even, but what the Hawks did last year was they went all in. In, in trying to, you know, surround him with a supporting cast of veterans, to Joel's point, to help him win. And it got him all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals. They brought in Bogdanovich, Gallinari, Lou Williams, Capella. Um, who, who else did they have? I mean, that, that was the majority of the supporting cast. Gallinari. Yeah, yeah I said like Gallinari. You know, they yeah. were able to, 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 to surround him with those vets. Knicks did the same thing. Now, the question is... Is our number three pick? Can he take it to the next level? Can he be that Trey level, you know, twenty point a night All Star caliber player? Then you're cooking. You, you know what I'm saying? Then you're cooking. So I I I just go. I say that to say there's there's no one way to do it. But I'm yep. going to leave with my guy Joel from Staten Island, man. I'm, I'm going to leave with my guy Joel from Staten okay. Island because, because in, 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 in putting it in, in Nick's terms right now, I think the way that they've built this team to stay competitive, bringing in quality vets to help them win games will, like JD said, will appeal to others on the outside looking in, but also it'll keep the roster flexible if they need to make a sign and trade. Is it Levine? Is it the spider down the road? Is it Zion? I don't want him here, but some of you guys like Zion. I'm just saying, them type of players, I think they can still keep the roster flexible and make a couple flips because they have a lot of assets still. So I think the Knicks are in a good position to build that way. So I'm going to lean with Joel. No offense to Javon Farrell. That's that's my guy. That's my brethren. We rock the Jamaican flag together. I do agree with Jay on, on, on some points because you do need those those that top-heavy talent, but I think you can get it in different ways, especially now, the way teams are building. And and when I look at the future of the NBA, um, outside of LeBron and KD, who are getting older, would you say that there's a player that you that that you know for a shadow of a doubt that you would fear in the playoffs? Like that has the KD effect, that has the Kobe effect, that has the LeBron effect. Like, is is Luca that player to you? Is I, I know he won a championship and one hundred percent respect. Uh, is Giannis that player to you? If he still is not able to develop an outside shot, I know he was dominant uh, when it came down to it. But yeah. uh, you know, if he would have played some of these other teams healthy, the Nets healthy, uh, the Lakers, like, do you think that would still happen? I mean. 
I don't know, like, the, when you look at the future, the immediate future of the NBA, I don't know that there's a superstar that's, I, I mean, as of right now, that I would be like, man, I have no, we have no shot. No shot. Like I did when we played those Miami Heat teams or any yeah. LeBron team. Yeah. You know, in his prime. I don't think right now there isn't that player. There's a lot of players that, that the NBA is hoping can carry that torch. Um, I think that I guess the easiest answer right now would be Giannis, but I honestly it's still KD wouldn't be really Giannis. It's still yeah. KD. It's still KD. Yeah, but KD is like, what, it's also... 30, 32, 33. So I'm saying right. like, yeah. you know, two years from now, he's a little later, you know, um, older. I don't see a player that I would really fear. Yeah, right. And it's, it's also it's, because it's a lot of these teams talent. are by committee now. Yeah, a lot right, of these teams right. are by committee. Now. Like, yeah, yeah. You're I, I, to JD's point. You're right. I mean, obviously, I, like like TB was just gonna say, like KD is the guy. But to JD's point, a lot of these dudes that by themselves, you're right. There's no that. There's not that guy that you know when they come to the ground, like man, he gonna kill us, and then we gonna lose. No, there's that we don't have that anymore. But it's by committee because now all these teams mm-hmm. got two or three of them. So I, I think you're, we look at it a lot differently now because uh, a lot of these guys are coming together in the same example of the Nets. And we'll see in the future, you know, uh, if these other guys, like like you mentioned with Zion, if he ends up leaving the Pelicans and goes to join up with somebody else. I know a lot of Knicks fans are hoping it's with us and RJ Barrett and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I think I think that's just what the wave is going to be until we get that next up. I mean, we don't we don't know. We got we just had our latest draft we don't know if k is gonna be that guy we don't know if jalen green is gonna be that guy but yeah to your point i you're right um outside of that this past generation even though it's coming to the end unfortunately soon uh i, I you're right i don't know who's that guy to look at because i don't i don't see you know any of these guys right now as that by yeah. themselves to be honest right. that, that, that's all my point is that now when you look at the future you know i'm seeing some curries in there some KD, some bro. I said outside of those. Yeah, and this coming. I'm looking mm-hmm, two years mm-hmm. down the road. Right. I get you guys mean. that you guys are mentioning are going to be 35, 36. You know, Anthony Davis has question marks. Can he lead a team? So what I'm saying is right. the way that people view the NBA in terms of the way it's trending, it's trending more to sort of a parody type situation where you need to actually build. I mean, the Hawks almost made the finals. The Hawks right. could have made the finals. They were, you know, if, yeah. if, 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 you know, things would have play, played out. I mean, the Suns. In a regular year, do you really think the Suns no. with without Chris Paul? Like, do you really? Because I think that's a lot of it is Chris Paul. Yes, Devin Book is taking the next step, but the future of the NBA, you really need to build a team. Unless mm-hmm. we're gonna go through this whole super team era again, which I don't know that that's gonna happen with the CBA the way things are going. It's fair points, fair points, man. Let, let me uh, let me get a call in here, and then uh, and then we'll go to our mailbag. I gotta go to my guy, Lord Scientist, Lord Scientist, bro. First off, who won the battle? If you tuned in for the battle, who won the battle? And then uh, get have with your question, bro. All right, all right. Uh, who won the battle? First, salute, 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 CK, my dude, CK, two K. Salute, JD. Listen, Team Fifty, Team Fifty, Fifty Four. Yeah, uh, CP. Check this out. Yeah. I would have to go with my man, Joe. I don't, I mean, I respect my man, Jay, from Florida. Yeah. He'd be having some valid points. Yeah. And if it was anybody else besides the 50-ball team, JB, let's go, uh, he would have had a better shot. But, no, my man brought what he brought, and uh, I believe he caught him with a, a couple of nice hooks and jabs <laughs> when he wasn't prepared for it. He should have been bobbing and weaving right. instead of sticking and moving. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Let's go. I like that yeah, analysis, let me quick, bro. Li- yeah, um, real quick, let me yeah. slide the point in. Okay, yeah. check this out. First of all, <clears throat> J.D., uh, a few minutes ago, you gave an excellent breakdown. Like, when you consider 
the overall improvement of the Knicks. Listen, we just got rid of uh, the idiot whose name I'm not going to mention, the pres- ex-president, who for 20-plus years had us in contracts, owing people money, and doing things that did not help to progress the culture. We've changed the culture. I, I saw an interview last year um, or during the season where R.J. said, uh, what we did was we put the league on notice mm-hmm. that we're a playoff mm-hmm. team. Listen, RJ said that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Our number three pick. So one thing we can consistently say, let's use Julius. Julius has consistently improved. His first year with us, okay, you know, it was a little squeaky, mm-hmm. what have you. But overall, if you look at the time from the time he entered the NBA in the Lakers to the to New Orleans, to now with us, this man wants to play for us. He wants to improve. He goes and he work, work, puts the work in. And he, he led us, like, like everybody in the team, every MSG uh, um, um, outtake from any player of the thing, they would say how Julius works so mm-hmm. hard. He's such yeah. an inspiration. He's our leader. Then he accomplished what he accomplished. Okay, now let's go. We got Kemba now. We got Fournay, for, for, excuse me, because his name is French, but Evan Fournay. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, we, we have the capabilities now. This is just the starting five. Nobody, nobody can really just say, okay, when you look, you know, we're going to worry about Kemba's knees? Yeah. But still, we have the ability, like I said last time, to move the ball. Defense is going to respect Kemba coming and breaking it down. Yeah, They're yeah. going to collapse. They're going to have to. He has wing players. Evan going to hit the three. RJ can hit the three. Julius, listen, pick and roll. Mitch to the basket. Gotham lobs. This is our starting five. We ain't even getting into the bench. Our bench is best. Who's, just give me the top four teams mm-hmm. in the East whose bench can really mess with the Knicks. And this is why the 50 ball is, like, right in our face. He's with it. Because of our bench alone. And I'm out. Let's go. I ain't got no more. Salute. Lord Scientist. <laughs> First he drops the fight analysis, and then he's, he's rolling with JD and Team 50. It's good points, though. Right. It's good points. Very very good points, man. Shout out my guy, Lord Scientist. Came with the fire. All right. We're, we're going to close with Angel. But, fellas, let's, let's run through these mailbag questions real quick. Salute so to everybody who um, saluted, who uh, submitted some questions. Definitely appreciate that. We get some some ap- appropriate uh, tunes here. All right, fellas. Here is uh, mailbag question number one, and it's coming from my guy DFS. <clears throat> he says, "Out of Miami, the Bulls, Celtics, Hawks. Who gives the Knicks the biggest competition next season?" CK, what are you thinking, man? Uh, there's a close tie between Miami and the Hawks. I'm never not going to have the Miami Heat uh, giving the Knicks competition because that's just what they do. That yeah. They can win, what, three games a season and all three of them could be against the Knicks because they just always come prepared against us. But also got to give some love to the Hawks because it's going to be fun this year. But, um, yeah, it's it's a tie between Miami and uh, Atlanta for me. J.D., what are you thinking, bro? I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with the Hawks over the Heat. Um, I think I would rank it Hawks, Heat, Celtics, Bulls. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just think I just think the Hawks. When you talk about a seven-game series, I just think that you know the matchups and 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 what the Hawk players are able to do individually 
I think it's more challenging for the Knicks than the Heat because I know Jimmy Butler and, and Kyle Lowry are immediate names to think about, but Jimmy Butler can't shoot threes. And he, he not only can he shoot threes, he doesn't want to shoot threes. So right. to me, in a, in a seven-game series with Tom Thibodeau on the other side, that's easier to defend than defending Trey Young, DeAndre Hunter, Kevin Herter, Lou Williams, Danilo Gallinari. Like, there's so many more, so much more individual talent in Atlanta. Um, and the rivalry that's brewing. I know we've had the rivalry with Miami in the past, yeah. but there's more immediate kind of hype and anticipation. Right. Hawks are coming off a successful postseason. And guess what? Julius Randle has some of these Hawks things in his mind that he has to clear up with yeah. that, you know, the way that they defended him and stuff. So I think there's just more immediate competition with the Hawks than the Heat. You know what? I think since both of you guys mentioned the Hawks, I'll go the other way. I'll go with the Heat and from a regular season standpoint. I'm, I'm talking about regular season standpoint because I think the Hawks will finish with a better record than the Knicks. I think they'll finish higher. And I think the Knicks, the Heat... Celtics, I think those guys are going to be jockeying for five through seven. And I put the Heat up there because they've just had our number, man. Like I said, last year they swept us. We have no answers for that that Heat defense. And it's going to get, yeah. it's gonna get mm-hmm. even more stifling, man, when you factor in uh, Tucker. You factor in Lowry. We'll see what Oladipo brings them. As you said, J.D., three-point shooting, you know, a couple years ago, they were second in the league in three-point percentage. Last year they finished 19th. Uh, I think obviously they still have Duncan Robinson there. Lowry's good to get you a timely three there. You know, the three point shooting doesn't necessarily scare me, but I think their physicality and their defense is something that I think will slow down the Knicks. And so I just feel like they will be jockeying for position in the East. And so I'm going to put them as the biggest competition. Um, I still think we could see the Hawks in the regular season. We swept them in the regular season last year. Obviously, it's a much better team. But um, I'm going to put the Hawks up there in that top three. I'm just going to put them up there in that top three, pushing Philadelphia down. And I think five, six, seven is going to be Heat, Knicks. And then I'll put I'll put the Celtics there as well. I'll put the Celtics there as well because I feel like they've improved defensively with Smart as a starter. Uh, Josh Richardson in that lineup. They got Horford back. He's going to space the floor for you. And uh, and the big man, I think the big man is, is gonna be is gonna be a problem for them. So I'll put the Heat first, then the Celtics, and hey, if, if we get up there, uh, then I'll see the Hawks. Uh, I'll, I'll put the Hawks third. So so that'll be uh, my pick. Everybody in the chat, what do you guys think? Out of Miami, the Bulls, Celtics, Hawks, who do you think gives the Knicks the biggest competition next year? Throw some comments in the chat and let us know. All right, fellas, the next question comes from, this was the one I picked, uh, my guy Brian, a.k.a. Random Knicks Guy. He said, of all the celebrities who had Knicks games, who would you want to sit next to for a game? Can't pick Spike because I feel like he's the default answer. JD, who would you want to sit with, man? Wow. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go with Chris Rock or Tracy Morgan. Okay. Nice, nice, nice. The reason is, here's the reason why. Mm. Because if the Knicks lose a heartbreaker, (laughs) 
I'm still gonna come out the arena thinking the Knicks won because how can you not with all the jokes that Tracy Morgan yeah. will, will, will say or Chris Rock in you know, a 48 minute game? Yeah, I'm gonna come out of there thinking that the Knicks still won. So to me, yeah. even if the Knicks were were to lose a game that I would attend with with one of those guys, the experience would still be a, a pleasant and positive experience. So uh, it would be one. Good, good answer, man. CK, what are, yeah. what are you thinking? So I had Chris Rock on my list, but after that whole Miami Heat Brooklyn Nets debacle last season, I don't know where to put him. So I, I was gonna the, 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 the uh, refrain from we the don't Chris know where Rock he answer. stands. Where does That's Chris what I was Rock just gonna say. I'm gonna refrain from the Chris Rock answer for right now. Yeah. But Dan, yeah, J, you be JD, you got me. Tracy Morgan was easily my answer. I just Tracy Morgan. I don't. You guys, not many of y'all come to Knicks games with me, but Papa Love. No, he he matches my kind of energy as far as like the kind of things that would be said. I think. Tracy Morgan would be a lot of fun and like to JD's point, win or lose. Great answer. I know I'm I'll be leaving that thing knowing that we had a great time and that I felt like we won regardless of what the situation would have been. Uh but it's so funny. I had the same two dudes in mind, but I just don't know if I can give Chris Rock an answer right now. That, but that's a great Morgan, answer. That's a great choice. answer. Easy choice. Great answer. Um for me. Well, first off, I already had a pleasure of, of going with my guy Chuck D, the rhyme animal Chuck D. Shout yes, out sir. to Chuck, an absolute legend, a basketball historian. And, and, you know, that, that time was just, that was just a priceless moment for me, man. So, you know, Chuck is just, he's a student of the game. He's so passionate about the game. And, uh, you know, our conversations are, are on that level. So I had a great time with him. Um, you know, a lot of the guys, like, you know, shout out to Fat Joe, man. You know, they said he lost the versus battle last night to Jairo. Shout out to Joe. <laughs> but, you know, even like my conversations with him last year, it was very surface level, you know. I don't. It didn't really seem like he's 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 in it, you know, night in night out. And he's a busy guy. He's obviously he's a very busy guy, a very successful guy. So I wouldn't necessarily expect him to. So I wouldn't really put Fat Joe up there. You know what? I put Jerry Ferrara up there, man. I put Jerry Ferrara up answer. there. I good thought answer. you know I had Jerry on the show um, after Game Three or before Game Three, and we vibed out like you know like the, the three of us would. You know, Jerry's, he's locked in every right. game, every second, every minute. And so he, he's a very knowledgeable Knicks fan. So I just feel like, you know, the, the conversation and everything would be, would be just like you hanging out with one of your boys, man. So I'm, so I'm, I'm going to go with Jerry Ferrara on that one, man. I'm going to go with Jerry Ferrara on that one. Good answer. What do you guys think in the chat? Which is a celebrity who you would want to sit next to at the Knicks games? Throw a comment in the chat. All right. Last question, fellas, from the mailbag. And then we'll, we'll just close with a couple rapid fire news bits. Um, the last question I was looking at is. Let's see. What was it? Okay. My guy Ken, shout out Ken T. Ken TV5 on Twitter. He says, What do the Knicks need to get to the next level contender status? What do they need? Um, I mean, I'll start. I think the way this roster is presently, uh, uh, you know, composed, I just, uh, as I said earlier, it's it's RJ. It's RJ. It, can he get to that 20-plus point-per-game all-star caliber level on a consistent night-in, night-out basis? Can he, can he be that guy, you know, that number three pick for us? If he can do that as this roster is composed, then I think you're talking legit three-seed contender status if he can get us there for for me it, it's rj based on what the roster looks like right now if not then what you need is you need one of those guys you got to go out and see if you get bradley beal is, is it levine 
is it the spider down the road you got to get one of those guys who's already established himself as a guy right now in the league so ck what, what do you think uh two words health and time health for sure um because you you, you never know what we're gonna get because we have a a nicely put nice put together team i feel like we have we, we keep all talking about the depth of this team um but health is always the big thing we're looking at and time in multiple ways um time being what these young guys that we got in the draft like are they somebody that we are actually going to be looking at down the road that are going to be big factors for the knicks or time in a sense where like you just said at the very end um when some of these contracts are up when damian lillard's finally ready to get the hell out of portland um any of those kind of scenarios come up uh where with the knicks are still going in the right direction and looking like a team that is actually going to be winning we know the culture is back and all those kind of things um we can probably bring in one of those guys uh that can come in and be a part of so time in many different ways but those are two words i'm looking at time and health uh for the knicks to be contenders in the uh in the east at the very least jd well ken if if you know we can go the cliche route and say <clears throat> you know health and 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 uh and luck um or if you if you're if you're referring to the current team then what you would probably need is as cp mentioned you need rj to elevate um i think specifically defensively to be able to take some of the tougher assignments based on this roster construction i think that would be one of his challenges for this upcoming season and offensively, I think you just want him to continue to build and finishing at the rim, uh, continue to get to the free throw line and, you know, maybe get to the 20 point mark and translate that to the playoffs. If he doesn't do that and Julius Randle doesn't duplicate last season's success and, and, and into the playoffs, <clears throat> then you need to make a trade. And you're looking at Zach Levine, you're looking at Bradley Veal, um, maybe some of these you know veterans and some of these other teams you know maybe the heat i don't know maybe they collapse and you try to get a veteran there or something like that that's where you would be looking for to add to the knicks because i think when people say contending i mean what does that mean i'm taking it as eastern conference finals you know when someone wants to ask that question yeah, i don't yeah. think he wants to talk about second round no, no. i think you're talking eastern talking conference legit, finals you know top final four eastern type. conference finals yeah. top final four to get to the right. finals Right. You need RJ to elevate. You need Kemba to stay healthy, and you need Julius to not fall too far behind from the from those other two players. Yeah. And or you make a trade. It's basically it. That 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 is a fact. What do you guys think in the chat, man? What do the Knicks need to be a legit legit contender? Leave some comments in the chat. So to everybody who submitted um, some mailbag questions. And uh, yeah, man, I like the segment, man. We'll do another one next week. Salute to uh, to everybody who submitted. Um, real quick, rapid fire news, fellas. Some bad news, man. First off, Clyde's Wine and Dine is shutting down. Clyde's Wine and Dine is shutting down, man. I, I was disappointed to hear that um, because I thought it was a great restaurant, man. Great food, great vibe. Very large restaurant, you know. For those of you in New York City, I mean, Clyde stretched. You know, the, the entire block of, of 10th Avenue from between, I think it's uh, 32nd to 33rd Street. I forgot the the, um, the, the cross streets. But, uh, yo, it was a great venue. Um, had, a, had the opportunity of, of uh, being there multiple times over the years. And, uh, yeah, just a great spot, man. I'm not sure the exact reason why it's shutting down. You know, people are speculating whether it's the indoor COVID rules <laughs> that, that they, they're not going to be able to sustain. I really don't know. I'm trying to find out. 
But uh, yeah, Clyde's Wine and Dine announced yesterday that they will no longer uh, be going uh, going concern, man. Uh, J J D, your thoughts, bro? I mean, it, it's it's definitely it's definitely sad, man. Just yeah. just because of you know who's behind it, yeah. Well, Clyde yeah. Frazier, you know, I think that's the number one thing. It's it's you're talking about the guy that announces you know, the broadcast with the Knicks and and one of the most, you know, stylish and profiling uh, figures that we have in, in the NBA circle. So just starting there, it's, 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 you know, it's terrible news and the connection to the franchise and then the connection to the fans. Um, I never had the pleasure to go there. And it's funny because I had it as one of my buckets lists for this year. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I live in New York City and, it's one of those things that Knicks haven't really been good. So, you know, I've just gone straight to the games yeah. um, last year. They finally are giving us a reason for this year to to continue to cheer up the team and attend the game. So I was looking forward to to going to to that venue, um, the restaurant this season. It's not going to happen, but, you know, um, it's not much more to say, man. Yeah. It's, it's a sad thing. Tough, man. CK, how about you, bro? Yeah, I had the pleasure of going two times, uh, and like you said, food was great. Uh, the The atmosphere was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I saw the chat talking about the suits on the on the roof, and it was just a really cool spot. Um, it, it's, it's it's unfortunate, you know, from you know uh, a lesser standpoint, it, the jokes that were always made throughout the broadcast those are going to be gone now. Um, you know, we had that, he had a lot of fun advertising it in funny ways, as mm. far as you know, talking about other players should be checking it out. They might need a style, like all those kind of things. <laughs> you're gonna be missing and um yeah i I don't know the the real reason my first thought is like you said the pandemic i feel like it was just another one that unfortunately got hit because Mm -hmm. of everything going on with um big rona out there but uh yeah it's really unfortunate really unfortunate because i felt like it would have benefited the benefits so well to what jd was just saying um with the knicks success and the knicks making this turn i feel like a lot more people would have been making that trip over to uh uh Juan and Dine yeah. uh in the next few seasons, you know. So it just it really sucks that they weren't able to, you know, survive the um the summer and get into the regular season where they probably would have gone a lot more business. So yeah, really, really upsetting. Um, and especially for Clyde, who, you know, is somebody that we all love and uh, support is definitely something that, you know, really it really hurts. Yeah, well one hundred percent, man. You hit the nail on the head. Um, you know, as I said, I one of the best times I had at Clyde's, man, was was meeting Clyde and Anthony Mason in one night, man. Got That's a chance to, to take a picture with him. Uh, that was an iconic moment, just a random night. I don't even think it was an event. It might have been like uh, <laughs> like a, like one of them spirit tastings or something like that, and, and they were there. And yeah, it was just a crazy night. And then most recently, uh, Dick Barnett had his, uh, his Legends lunch at Clyde's Wine and Dine, so I got a chance uh-huh. to... Uh, we interviewed uh, with Jake Brown. We interviewed uh, Bill Hoskett, some of the guys from the 70s team, Mike Reardon, and then Spike, you know, and, and Dr. Barnett himself, man. So so that was that was a good time. And then for, for those of you that didn't see it, we also did a watch party at Clyde's. The last one we did against the uh, against the Thunder. Shout out my guys from uh, Nick's. Austria and Germany, the, the Austrian Germany contingent. But if you guys didn't see, you know how Ari always calls in and brags about how much he could hoop, man. Well, we, <laughs> oh, yeah. we, we caught Ari on display at Clyde's Wine and Dine. I don't know how many drinks deep he was after this, but we, we definitely captured some some classic moments with Ari on the court. I don't know what he was doing right here. I'm not sure if this was his go-to move back in the day, but clearly 
uh, you know, not, not a professional basketball player by any stretch, but I'll, I'll let Ari explain explain his actions because <laughs> he swore he he was the point guard destroyed there, but well, it wasn't that night. But anyway, man, shout out to Ari, shout out to Clyde's wine and dine, and uh, you know, appreciate you know the all, all the years of service that they gave to the community for sure. Um, other news: Miles McBride has signed with uh, with Nike. So the deuce is loose with the swoosh. That, that, that's like a Clyde, Ron. That's a Clyde bar right there. You know yeah, it is. That, that was, like, that was <laughs> a little transition. freestyle, bro. Yeah, that was a little freestyle. But yeah, Miles McBride signing with Nike. So shout out to him, man, continuing to, uh, to level up. Shout out to Miles McBride. And then yesterday, the bombshell, man. I, I was on a podcast Uh-oh. with uh I was on a podcast with, with Alex and, and and Jay, uh Nick Jets, etc. Shout out to them. And we were talking about Frank and talking about how the European team over in either Italy or Spain was interested in him. But I told him I was I think I think he's gonna try to stick it out and, and stay in the NBA. Five minutes later, Mark Stein drops the bomb. Frank Nilkina has signed a deal with the Dallas Mavericks, fellas. Yeah. So Frank going over to, to, to Knicks West. And I say that because they now have Frank. They got the, the KP, Porzingis. Mm-hmm. We got Tim Hardaway Jr. We got uh, uh, Reggie Bullock, newly acquired. Put some respect mm-hmm. on his name. You got Trey Burke. Trey Burke. My so. Guy. So the Mavs really trying to trying to trying to build themselves a little orange and blue team over there, man. How are we yeah. feeling about this, man? I like it, but my thing was I I thought the love for Frank was a Rick Carlisle thing. That's why I'm a little confused yeah. about. Like I I find sure because a lot of people are saying like you know they're they're tying it to the draft and the Mavericks were really high on uh, Frank Nelkin, which was very true. But it was predominantly a lot that had to do with Rick Carlisle. So mm-hmm. now that he's not there. Um, I, I I just hope Frank is not putting himself in this another situation that he's been in with the Knicks, where he's getting put into all these regimes that don't know what to do with them or not gonna yeah. want to do much with them. I feel like that's what's being set up here with the Mavericks again. But that, like you said, I, I'm happy for the kid. Glad he's getting a chance with the Knicks. And <laughs> sorry, the the, the Mavericks. Mavericks. You see how I slipped yeah, up there. Man, slipped up. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, but all jokes aside, like yeah, I mean, at least he's gonna go where he's gonna be comfortable because he knows a lot of these dudes. Uh, but uh, I'm I'm just looking at how he's going to be used, if he's going to be used at all. I think I, we'll see how that goes. But good for Frank. JD, JD, how you feeling, man? Were you were you a Frank Hive member, bro? Where, where, where did you stand with Frank? Was I what? <laughs> There's your answer. <laughs> all right. Oh, uh, I was. I was. I, I I was. I wasn't like crazy frank hive yeah. I, I was one of those right, i was a sure. frank fan right. um i had high hopes for him um you know i'm a defense guy so i gravitate to guys that can play defense so i thought he was going to be like this defensive stopper one of the best defensive players in the league and all that stuff um it it, it, it just didn't work out here mm-hmm. and so you know will the knicks regret no. not resigning frank no I'm getting the Frank high high. Right, don't do that. No, they won't. And and shout no. out, shout out my guy, uh, 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 Moke, Moke Hamilton. For you know, he he wrote oh. a, a little uh, uh, piece in Basketball News saying that you know Frank's lack of development was an indictment on the Knicks. And I'm just like, give me a break, man. You know, you got to have actual talent. 
before you can, you know, talk about the, the lack of development. Frank just wasn't that good here. I was a member of the Frank Hive. I'm just keeping it a buck. He just wasn't that good. And I don't even think, from what people are saying, I don't even think this is a full contract. I think this is a training camp contract. Yeah. Because yeah, I think they already have 15 people on the contract. Mm-hmm. Listen, mm-hmm. I'll say this as a, like I said, I just, you know, this is straight up Frank. I was a Frank fan. Um, I, it just it wasn't a good sign when you know he went through the off season um and you know you and i saw that report cp where there were there was interest in him you know overseas and the fact that you know he's accepted this contract um this late into the free agency tells you that there was minimal if at all interest um in his services throughout you know this off season so that's already not a not a great sign for a guy that you know supposedly can play defense in a league that is short of defensive defensive players you know you think that you could find a role for a guy that can come into your team and provide some you know great defense in such a you know strong offensive league so to me that wasn't a good sign now i will say this if may if there is a team that could maximize something out of him it's the Dallas Mavericks mm-hmm. because of, of the other Knicks that they've had that have had success in that organization. Yeah, you know, yeah. Ray Burke has been a solid con- a contributor to, to their team in spots. Mm-hmm. Tim Hardaway's mm-hmm. has had career seasons yeah. from the three point line um, in Dallas. Yeah. You know, uh, Przingis just hasn't been healthy. Yeah. Now they have Reggie Bullock. Let's see where that goes. So I'm sure Mark Cuban looked at that track record of former Knicks coming to our team and having, you know, some sort of a better or rejuvenation, whatever you want to call it. And they said, let's see if we can get something out of Take a Frank. On so, yeah. Other than that, I don't see what else, you know, is there to look at, you know, with Frank. Yeah. At this Luca, point. man. Yeah, Luca going to benefit the most he, he from this, You saw when man. Frank got scrappy with Luca that time. At yeah, Luca going to benefit from this because yeah. now he has him in practice. So he going to, that's as best as it's going to be. So now he can play Frank in practice all the time and he can get better. I don't, I don't know. I'm just trying to, trying to stay the pocket. Yeah, that's for the Frank Hive. Trying, trying to do something, that's for, yeah, Well, yeah, the, that's the Frank, Frank Hive is alive and well for now. And we'll see what happens in Dallas, man. All right, let's close the show. Angel from Philly. Angel. Uh, first off, who won the battle between Joe from Shaolin and Jay from uh, from Florida? Who won the battle, man? <laughs> Yo, what's good, CP? How you doing, what's bro? What's good, bro? Um, uh, before, before I tell you who won, I got to say what's up to my guy, JD. Yep. Sports was good, bro. My guy, CK2K, was good, bro. How you feeling? Smooth. What's up, bro? <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go with Joel. Um, I, it, it was like kind of, I don't know. I got to go with him because uh, I'm going to get to my points on why I think uh, Jay from Florida lost, right? So I just hate having that loser's mentality, man. When you really look at the last 20 years of the Knicks draft picks, right? I mean, just check this out, right? First of all, we had Jordan Hill, Iman Shumpert, Frank Nilakina, all right, they're all garbage, all right? Kevin Knox, what has Kevin Knox done? Clee Anthony Early, what did he do? Porzingis had one good year, and what is he doing now? We got Gillinari, who who is okay, you know, but he's not with us anymore. Then you got Wilson Chandler. I mean, how many draft picks did we have, and we didn't have any luck at all when it comes to the draft? And then... You having this loser's mentality. Look at how many teams had that same mentality. Look at Phoenix before they got Chris Paul. They were god-awful until they got Chris Paul. 
You look at the Cavaliers before they got besides LeBron and Kyrie. What? Ha- how many times have they been in the lottery? And they still haven't done anything, and they're still going to suck. You look at teams like uh, the Kings. Look at how many high draft picks the Sacramento Kings had, mm. and he still haven't done anything. Look at look at Detroit. Detroit had a whole besides the championship year. Look at how many times they were in the uh, in the draft lottery, and it didn't pan out. Look at the Timberwolves. How many draft picks have they had? You can't have that loser's mentality and just think that you're just all of a sudden going to be like the Spurs or the Warriors or the Lakers or the Celtics. These are teams that honestly have won consistently. Not everybody is going to be those franchises. So that's why I'm going to go with Joel because look at how many drafts that I just named, and yeah. we still haven't hit really. And now we got RJ. RJ was a good draft pick, but he's developing. Mm-hmm. Look at how many different coaches we didn't have, front offices. You know, president, you know, like we didn't, we didn't been through that losing mentality and it never got us anywhere. So now that we have a functional front office, now we're drafting well. We're building the team right. Man, you got to have a winner's mentality if you want to win a championship. So I'm going to go to, um, you know, who, about the standings, right? I got the Nets first. I got the Bucks. I got Atlanta third. Mm-hmm. And here's the kicker. I got the Knicks as the four seed, man. Because let me tell you something. We lost. We got swept by Miami. All right. They got our number. And we don't lost 20 straight to the sixes. Well, I'm here to tell you, now that we got Kemba and now we got some offense, we're going to beat both of those teams also. All right. So we're going to be the four seed. I got the sixes at the fifth seed. I got the Heat. And then I got Boston, and I got the Bulls, man. Y'all got to have that mentality, man. And just like J.D., when I told you, hey, don't go from 49, go to 50, brother. I had to convince you to get, (laughs) you know what I mean, for us winning 50 games. We're going to get 50 wins, man, because when you look at this team right now, ain't nobody expect us to do what we did, right? We Mm -hmm. play hard. We play deep because we built it the right way. And I think we're only going to get better. We won 41 games with Reptile. (laughs) <laughs> Alfred Payton, he is god awful. He is awful, bro. We won 41 games without having a legit point guard. So if you want some motivation on why we gonna win 50 games, then I'ma give you motivation, right? Even with Reggie Bullock, yeah, he can shoot and play some defense, but he can't put the ball on the floor. He can't pass like that. You feel me? And then, and then, you know, when you look at how we built our team this year. Come on, man. Like, who has a better bench than us right now? Maybe Utah, but nobody else has a better bench than us, especially in the East. So, man, y'all got to have that positive mentality, man. And it's the one and only. It's your boy, Angel from Philly. And you know what? If I go to a Knicks game this year, I'm going to tell you somebody famous I want to go to the game with. My man, CP. You want to know why? Let's go. Because you, 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 you the man, bro. You the Appreciate man. You, you know, bro. I got my Knicks fan TV hat on right now. Y'all Let's gotta go. Show, show some love. And make sure you hit that thumbs up, man. Let's go. And uh, as always, y'all, thank you guys for taking my call, guys. Appreciate it. Let's go. Everybody throw Ooh. five in the chat for Angel breaking it down. He broke down the fight, broke down his top eight, and he's rocking his Knicks fan TV snapback, man. That that That's a five for me, bro. Great job, Angel. Great job, everybody in the chat. I want to shout out Mr. William in the chat. Always tuning in. He sends a super chat. He says, uh, says, J.D., don't apologize for saying 50 wins. So Mr. William is with you, J.D. And he also says uh, that Joel won the fight. And the chat has voted and the chat has spoken. 68% 
have voted for Joel as tonight's winner of the Battle of the Fans. So, Jay, it's all good, man. You just got to, you know, come back to the drawing board. You know, even even Deontay Wilder lost a couple. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Just, just get back in training camp and, and come back stronger, bro. We, we got you, man. Uh, CK, um, as we sign out here, man, your Saints look like they... they the, the Breeze era is over, and the Jameis era is upon us, man. Five touchdowns. How you feeling, bro, after week one? How you feeling, bro? Try to tell y'all. I try <laughs> to tell y'all. I'm trying to tell you guys, do not worry about Jameis Winston over here. We good. We good. That Y'all y'all going to keep tabs on these interceptions. We good. We good. I'm excited about Jameis Winston. Most touchdowns of every quarterback this weekend against the Packers. I'm yeah, feeling good, yeah. man. I'm feeling very good, bro. I, I've been saying it before. He, he took a snap, and I'm going to keep keep with it. Jameis Winston, baby. Jameis Winston. Who that? Man, speaking of the Packers, I got Aaron Rodgers as my quarterback in fantasy. Oh, damn. Sorry about that, bro. <laughs> got me negative <laughs> points. It was abysmal, man. And and, uh-huh. and and insult to injury, I had Jameis as the backup. Dropped him trying to do too much in, in my waiver wire GM. Lost him this morning. Couldn't get him back. Oh, so, no, bro. Well, yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm too cheap with the salary cap money, man. I, I never learn, and I always lose out on plays, man. <laughs> uh, JD, main event tomorrow. As I, as I told you in Smelk, it, it always happens. We, we staring at 0-2 in the face, and then by week three, we're trying to figure out scenarios that, that could keep <laughs> us in this thing. It, it's ridiculous, bro. Here we go again. They got, they, got, they got Heineke at quarterback Washington, and I'm still not confident that we're going to win this game, bro. Give me something good, man. What 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 can I leave my hat on to say this is why we can win this game, bro? All right. Daniel Jones is 4-0 against the Redskins. The, the, well, the Washington no-names. Okay. Um, so he's 4-0 against them, so we can lean on that to start out. And uh, the Giants have individually just dominated that matchup you know in terms of all the other nfc east teams um in recent memory um so that's another thing to lean on the third thing is the quarterback um yes the giants do have question marks but so do washington at this point ryan fitzpatrick was their starter he got hurt now uh taylor heineke will be you know the eventual starter and he's not you know what you would call a top tier quarterback um, so the Giants defense, which was supposed to be an elite defense, and I don't know what Giants defense showed up in week one. Oh. They have no choice. They better show up tomorrow. And that's what I'm banking on. And if they do, you know, the Giants defense that was supposed to be advertised, if that defense shows up, I think the Giants win tomorrow. Uh, you know, the Washington, they're coming off a home loss. so. Yeah. Both teams are on one, so you know both teams are going to come in fighting. They understand what what it means. It's a division game. Division games are not easy. The Giants are in a tough spot here because of the whole management of Kadarius Tony, their first round pick. What type of snaps is uh, Saquon Barkley going to get in a short week? Don't look like he's playing. And I didn't think he was going to play either. Honestly, I didn't think they were going to play. I, I mean, I think he'll 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 play tomorrow. Mm. Um, I just don't know how many snaps he's he's mm. going to get in terms of you know. I you need know, this. Uh, I need this. All right. So 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 bench him. All right. All right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. He's going. CK's he's got going. him on a fantasy. Going. Man. Going. All right. Uh-huh. It's a lot of implications on this panel right now. I wouldn't say bench him, but the jo- listen, Daniel Jones has pressure. 
Joe Judge is starting to feel some heat. I yeah. mean, this Giants fan base, everybody's upset, man. This team needs to show some type of pulse. They need to show yeah. improvement. Yeah. I do think they win tomorrow, but I'm not saying that so confidently. I just yeah. look at the history of the matchup, and I'm just looking at the quarterback of Washington. I think the Giants do just enough, and I think they win 17-13. Oof. I had 17 in my head, too, man. I said 17. I said 17. We'll, we'll see, I, the Giants are never going to score 20 points. So. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> That is the problem, bro. So, With all you know, the weapons, just, why can we not score? We haven't scored points in like five years, bro. But we'll, we'll see what happens Sunday, man. Hopefully, I'm in a better mood. Uh, well, actually, they play tomorrow, so I'll have some time to recover, win or lose, either way, man. But great show, fellas. Uh, JD, go ahead and sign out, man. Let, let the people know where they can find you, bro. Well, JD Sports Talk on YouTube, JD Sports Talk NY on Twitter. Real quick, let me put some context to this. Y'all keep saying we got swept by the heat. And we did. Yep. We yep. did. But we lost 109 103 when the yep. Knicks were 11 and 14. And Derrick Rose didn't play that game. Mm-hmm. Game that Derrick Rose did play, we were lost 98 96. Right. We right. lost at the buzzer. RJ, RJ right. missed the layup. I, I hear yeah, you. Yeah, they had rough games. Rough I games. And then we lost 98 88 in the third matchup. So. Yeah. You know, third matchup we got washed. Third matchup we got washed, bro. Yeah, yeah. That was that was that that game is when all your concerns yeah, happened. It really wasn't close. Yeah. Physicality, all that stuff. Yes. Yeah. But you know, let's see what happens this year. That's it. Fair points. Fair points, man. Great job, JD. Uh CK go ahead and uh, close out, mate. As always, you know what it is. Find me everywhere at CK2K. That's Twitter, Instagram, here on YouTube. You know what it is. Videos will be back next week. Uh, Taking a little bit. I'm enjoying this offseason a little bit as I get some other stuff together. Um, yeah, I was glad to be back here tonight, though. A lot of fun talking Knicks. <laughs> Y'all ready? Jumping out the window with the 50 wins. I don't know if I could join that just yet, but I love the energy. I love the excitement. And I'm, I love the fact that we got to talk about my boy James Winston for a few seconds. James Winston, baby. <laughs> That's all I got. Subscribe, like, you know. <laughs> Great job as usual, fellas, man. Great show. And uh, so to everybody in the chat once again, man, hit that thumbs up button for your boys. Great show, man. Remember, the show is available in audio podcast format. All of the podcast links for tonight's show will be up on KnicksFanTV.com in just a few minutes. So if you miss it on video, you can catch it in audio podcast format all the major podcast platforms so just look out for it remember the show is also presented by manscaped go to manscaped.com enter promo code kftv for 20 percent off plus free shipping i'll have more announcements on whether or not we get more tickets for the Knicks home opener but for right now it is sold out we sold out man so we'll, we'll see what happens if we can get some more i'll come back on live sometime this weekend i'll let you guys know man all right so for jd ck2k cp's franchise man i'm out of here if you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all listen up CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.